0: If you're like me, you want to get your business ahead but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas, from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers, they go ahead and um I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through fiverr today you'll be glad you did hello and welcome to sunday funday with marcella alonso today i have a beautiful young very smart comic karina reyes hello welcome nice having you um i did my research about you
1: and i see that you have not one master but two no, I have two degrees. One is a bachelor's and one is the master's degree. Oh, okay. One the undergraduate and then the master's. Yeah. And then when did you decide to go into
0: comedy? Because oh yeah, Mia, we <laughs> need smart Latinas. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like we need um, smart people. It's it's
1: it's just you 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 know. I mean, it's just not what you think it's gonna be. Right. I mean, I like my job and everything. And the job itself is not the problem. It's mm-hmm. the, the people who are in charge, you know? Um, and if you're a woman, you know, I was one of 70. Uh, like I was, there were 70 people who graduated in my engineering class. Mm-hmm. I was the only Latina out of 70 something people. Mm-hmm. And there was 10 women in total in the program. And yeah. so then you start working and then it's like the same thing. Like I'm the only woman in my department right now. And, you know, people just don't treat you well. You know, there's all this, you know, there's racism and then there's sexism. And so just like those things, like it makes you think like, do I really want to do this?
0: Right. No, unfortunately, we are um, there is a movement of equal pay for Latinas. And we are unfortunately the lowest of the pay scale. Um and uh, you can follow that hashtag. I follow it too. But uh, I feel you. I get you because uh, here I am trying to produce, and I go through the same thing. Uh, we're we're banging our heads. We're we're trying to, you know what I'm saying. We've earned it. We've done everything else. But um, I hear what you're saying. I applaud you though to get your, for getting your education. At least trying. It's more than what I did. I b- barely finished my undergraduate.
1: Yeah, I guess I didn't know what it was going to be like until I started doing it.
0: So you always just were, you did well in school.
1: You've always just been like that smart. uh... Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to be an engineer since I was like 13. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, which kind do I want to be? And then just doing all the classes, being in all the like math and science clubs. Mm -hmm. um, And that was just always the track. And then, you know, I've been working at it uh for a while now and then five years ago I was at this big company, like the biggest you could work at, like they've built Olympic stadiums. And I was like, wow, like this is what I should be happy about. And I wasn't happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's funny where yeah, like, yeah, because sometimes you realize you're like, oh shoot, I I did all this work and now it's just not satisfying. Now, what, how did you exactly get in from comedy from being, you were like a quiet
1: kid or? um, Well, like I didn't really have any friends growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. really have friends till I was like 14. Mm-hmm. I was like the weird kid, I guess. Like I didn't know how to socialize with people. So I would say the wrong things and then they wouldn't want to be my friend. Or I think I would try to joke or if I finally met, made a friend, I would. Kind of overdo it, Mm -hmm. and and they wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. And so once I finally got friends, then I started, you know, making jokes and seeing that people liked that I was funny. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to college, you know, I I would be at the parties, and they'd be like, "Tell us a story," because I was always getting in some kind of trouble, and they thought it was interesting. And I never thought like I wanted to be a comedian. Mm -hmm. like people ask me like oh do you know this comedian or that comedian and I don't know because I didn't grow up watching comedy (laughs) you didn't watch comedy at all no
0: (laughs) no you just was started doing your own uh open mics in college no um (sighs) Then, well, literally, it's your own open mic oh, yeah. because you're, you're, you're like hosting your own open mics. You're telling stories.
1: Yeah. And I had thought like, oh, it would be cool to have a job where I can write stories or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know if I can write a book. And then I moved back to L.A. for like that big job that I got. Right. And I would go to work, come home, watch TV for five hours, go to sleep, do the same thing again. And I was like, this is boring. <laughs> And so I watched this show uh The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. uh that I know comics don't like. <laughs> and uh you know I was watching it and I was dating a musician and I just thought like oh that's cool like he gets to go and perform and I I go with him but like I should have something for myself. Right. And so I'm watching the show and it was like the third time watching it and I started to cry. And I was like, I want to do that. And so I told him, he was like, you can do that. And I was like, no, I can't. (laughs) I went on Google and -hmm. I was like, how do you become a comedian?
0: You did? You went right on Google? Good for you. Well, that's more (laughs) than what my daughter does sometimes because she's constantly texting me. How do I do this? How do I? I'm
1: like, Google's your best friend. Yeah. (laughs) And so it said, go to an open mic or take. Improv classes. So Uh I was like, well, I'm not going to the open mic. So I'm going to take the improv classes. Right. So I did that for six months. And then I finally went to the open mic. It went well, but then I never went back. Mm -hmm. And then I read the self help book that was like, what is that dream you want? And how you say yes to other people's like dreams or you promise them things, but you don't promise yourself. Then right. I thought, well, do I want to be working for someone else's dream or do I want to work for my own dream? And so I went back to the open mic that same day and then I just never stopped. Wow. Wow.
0: And how many yeah. years ago was that? Uh, almost five. Wow. So you've been doing this five years on top of working a whole nother job too, like a professional yeah. career. Wow. I interviewed um, a comic on this show who is Indian, who's an engineer like that during the day. So you're not, you know, he's another engineer, but you're my first, uh, you're my second engineer comic. (laughs) I have literally interviewed. So that's, where did you go to college? Uh, UC Irvine. Oh, okay. Oh, so you stood in the SoCal area. Yeah. You stood in the the, the little area that's still familiar to you. So you weren't too yeah I was within like 45 minutes away oh okay that's not too bad some people go to college and like you know what I'm saying when you're Latino and you go in the middle of the country that's a that's a trip that's that's, you know what I'm saying that's a totally different experience but you were right there at UC Irvine wow so that's that's just amazing and uh but you've never through the years watched any comedians or
1: anything like that? Or I mean, I didn't know that they were comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, I watched old SNL episodes and it's like you see Will Ferrell and like all these like Adam Sandler. And I was like, what? They were on this show? Like I didn't watch SNL. So I didn't know like what it was. And then, you know, the, the people who I think are funny on TV to know that they started off as comedians. I was like, oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. No, it's, and then you're in the you're in the right area. You're right in LA. So everything's right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's great. So you are uh I watched your TikToks a lot and I see that you get a <laughs> lot of material off your parents.
1: Yeah, I mean, I talk about my dating life, I talk about my parents. Um, I mean, sometimes they just say things that I think are funny. <laughs> um what did they
0: say when you made this switch or this change? Well, you're not, you're not really switching. You're still doing it. But what, are, what do they um, have to say about everything?
1: Well, I tried not to tell them. Oh, okay. So eventually they found out. Uh-huh. Somebody told them. I wasn't going to tell them anything because I uh-huh. knew it was not going to be positive. Right. And it wasn't. My mom was just like, well, don't quit your, your job.
0: <laughs> and yeah. then
1: they've never actually seen me perform in English. Mm-hmm. But when I got to be on TV, they saw me perform because it was on TV and it was in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then once that happened, like it kind of switched for her. And now she's like a fan and she'll be like, Do you have a show today? How did your show go? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But before she was against it. She was against it. Were you
0: living with your family or no when that happened? No. Oh, okay. Because living with them would be a different story, sneaking out. So go yeah. um, imagine the stuff they would, you know, how Latino parents are like, you know, you're going out at night and they're freaking out. I knew somebody that uh, uh, there's an actress I know of that's in New York and she didn't tell her mother she was doing like uh, doing different acts and stuff like that. And her mother was getting scared. <laughs> that would be something else. Yeah. So
1: your your parents are from where? Uh, my mom is from Tijuana, Mexico. Uh huh. And my dad is from El
0: Salvador. Oh, wow. So you've got a, 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 it's a common mix in in, uh,
1: Los Angeles. Well, they say they hate each other. So whenever you tell people like they're surprised because they're like, how did they get together? Because they're supposed to hate each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did, how do they, do you, how do do they meet? Um, He cat called her. (laughs) He He kept cat calling her until she finally gave in. Oh. Which wouldn't happen now. And for six months, he took her to get donuts. And I was like, why do you keep going out with him if he was taking you to get donuts? And she was like, oh, I thought one day he would take me to go get dinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, how cute. How cute. And so, uh, so that's a, a very, so you were on, um what was the television show that you were on that they saw? Uh, tengo Talento Mucho Talento. Oh, okay. I've seen some comedians.
1: How Now, how was that experience when you got to be on there? I mean, it was cool. I was the first female comedian ever on the show, and I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> and I also didn't do Spanish comedy, so I mm-hmm. had to kind of figure out how to translate my English jokes into Spanish. And so I used a lot of Google Translate. And sometimes it didn't really work out. So that would be the negative comments I would get from the judges was like, some of these words don't make sense. Mm. Um, but it was good. Like I got to meet a lot of people, like everybody that works there is Latino, the food, is, they give you like tacos for lunch. Like it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it filmed during the pandemic. So we were in individual trailers. So we couldn't really like hang out with each other. Oh, okay. Oh, so you did that right during the pandemic.
0: Yeah, wow, that's amazing that you did that. That's cool. You were at least you were able to. You had to do the COVID
1: test and everything. Yeah, yeah. You had to wear a mask whenever you were out of your trailer. Damn. Well, and then yeah. you had your own hair and makeup, and I didn't know how to like do my own hair and makeup. So, oh, you I, had to do your own hair and makeup because of COVID. They couldn't like get too close to you. Right. Right. Yeah, because
0: a lot of stuff that they were. Um, a lot of stuff they were filming and stuff they just had to be cautious yeah with everything it, it just that that covid was really uh everything we went through with the pandemic was it just it was so much freaking work and everything you know yeah so while wow, you were the first female comic on that show now did they say anything about like you being half
1: mexican and half el salvadorian No, I mean, they mainly talked about like me being an engineer Mm -hmm. because they were like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) man, Uh, I I thought they would
0: throw in something about a papusa somewhere.
1: I (laughs) mean, I don't even know if they asked me like what kind of Latino I was because they never came up really in the, because you have to do like introductions. Right, right, right. Before they show your clip. And they just wanted to talk about engineering. Yeah. Well, cu- yeah, because probably like even
0: when I was researching you, that's the big it's like I was like, what, what? She's an engine. <laughs> like, <laughs> how did this happen? And I'm like, oh, we need smart, you it it, it we need smart people, like <laughs> our little bit of community. And you know, you know, we need uh Latino doctors, we need Latino engineers, we need change, we need representation in all fields of everything, of course, in comedy and uh You know what I'm saying? So I totally get it. It's like, who's this? You smart girl has done everything. And now all of a sudden you're performing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I see that you're also uh, producing.
1: Yeah. I produce my own show that I've been producing for like four years. Four years now. So I I I got doing more than I. Yeah. You're doing more than I can do. Yeah, I got lucky that when I was like messaging places, they Mm -hmm. were like, oh, we don't do like a single show, but if you want to make your own show, like you can. So I initially like there was nobody coming to the show. It was just the Mm -hmm. comedians, Um, but I just kept doing it and I I've switched locations a few times and now I'm getting like 30 to 40 people to come to the show. Um, And so I'm like, this is really good because when I first started, like nobody would come.
0: Mm, how are you you're you're compiling like a guest list and doing an email and social media
1: has TikTok it's been helping you quite a bit I don't know because I have had a few people like say that they came because they saw me on TikTok and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh that's cool like it's only a few people but if I can get like the hundreds that follow me to come to their show like that would be great
0: yeah no the the thing with social media like people don't understand that the numbers don't add up like to what you can you get what I'm saying what you can get like the numbers oh. like to get people to follow you and i you know my following like on my facebook my ig and all that's all close to a million but i don't i wish i could see a, like a dollar from each person yeah right? like it would it would be so much easier if we could like see like results but it's like you just have to like grind every day and keep at it and keep on and keep on but, yeah, keep up. But uh, I totally understand when you said you were on that show about uh, translating. Because cause for for me to think, it like, the our, the way our minds are, because we were raised here in the States, you know how, we're, like, we're programmed to speak English all the time? Yeah. It's so difficult.
1: And then people don't get it that like, we can't just translate, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, those things that I, I don't know how to say. So I'll have to, cause my mom shouldn't speak English. So sometimes I'll have to make noises. Like I'll forget how to say blender and I'll be like, oh, you know, that thing that goes like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, to figure out what I'm trying to say. Oh, so you
0: do it too. Like
1: I, I've been, I've been doing, I'm two
0: different cultures. I'm Cuban and Puerto Rican and and the, well, the, the Spanish language is similar, but being raised in the States, you just forget everything. And then it just go to school when you forget everything, trying to keep up
1: with school and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then people try to like bully you by calling you like a no-savo kid. Uh-huh. Um, oh so, yeah. So then I do jokes about that, um, and I'm just like, you know, I don't understand what the problem with that is. Like, okay, I can't speak Spanish well. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, it's just that we.
0: People need to understand, like we come, like you're born and, you know, your family might speak Spanish, but all of a sudden you go to school and then you're dealing with peers and then you're sitting there watching TV. When I grew up, all I saw was like American television, American people, they didn't say different things. So you're, when you're day to day, you're learning, you're forced, and then you just forget simple little words or you start saying different sentence you lose your culture slowly but surely it's kind of sad that we lose our culture it's kind of sad you know what i'm saying yeah. um it'd be nice to preserve it the best that we can but you know
1: it's... yeah my boyfriend he's learning spanish so i try to like practice with him so i can uh-huh. remember things
0: uh-huh oh okay so where's your boyfriend from and how did
1: um that he's, come from, about? he's from lithuania so he's actually there right now Oh,
0: wow! You found
1: a Louis- <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does the family say about that? They are actually more accepting than my own family, surprisingly, uh-huh. like, his family's accepting
0: of you, yeah, okay, uh-huh. um,
1: like they met him. My parents met him, and they just they didn't say anything. I spent the whole day with them at Disneyland, and they never mentioned him. They never say anything about him, mm. and his family hasn't met me, but like they'll ask about me or he'll send them pictures and he'll tell me what they said about the picture. And I'm just confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, how did you meet this guy? Like this? uh... On Bumble. On Bumble. Yeah, I had my dating radius between like three miles and he happened to live within that radius. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: happened to live.
1: So you met him in LA. So um, any
0: clubs that you've been like, like a milestone club I know you've been doing this now for five years but was there a moment um that you were able to perform at a club that you were like oh my god that's it you know what I'm saying that was that meant something to you
1: I mean I think all the three big clubs in Hollywood like the comedy store the laugh factory the Hollywood improv like every time I got to perform there even the first times that's how I felt I was like oh wow like I came to a show here once and now i get to be on the show yeah i love the comedy store i love 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 the comedy store that's probably my favorite
0: uh club and uh i used to love to go to because i love seeing all the different assortments of uh comics like different it's like different flavors you know yeah. what i'm saying like it's, a, it's like a, always a different one a different person and all that so uh that's great karina um I'm just so amazed that you're so smart <laughs> and then you got into comedy just like that like it 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 was such a wow wow yeah
1: I like I tell my boyfriend like what he thinks about me he'll be like you're you are crazy he's like mm-hmm. but I like that about you and then I'm like why do you think I'm crazy and he was like well you would have to be crazy to get into stand-up com- to, to be a stand-up comedian like being on stage talking about yourself like that's a little crazy <laughs> right well you
0: it's it's an art form you know we're all piazos you know um in a way well i'm not a comedian, comic but you it's it's just an art form like you think back to the days of the gesture and you're coming out there and you have to pull this material about your life and pull it out like different uh you know you've just got to pull it within and and make sense of it and all that and I did see that one video where you um you uh told the heckler off yeah (laughs) tell me tell tell me about that
1: but you did uh well I mean it's it's happened a few times Mm -hmm. but usually either they're they're like shouting things as I'm trying to do the joke um that's usually what they're doing and so if they're not quiet then I pick on them somehow um one time there was this drunk guy on stage and I said he was like making fun of what I was saying and he was like job job like something about job and then I said yeah you wouldn't know what a job is (laughs) and then eventually he shut up and he was like okay but it's like you just kind of attacked them (laughs) so you Um, know
0: how to work an audience
1: yeah. I mean, it. it's taken practice. It's still something I'm working on um, doing crowd work and just not reciting whatever I wrote and just being in the moment. And I, I feel like when it does go well, like it makes me feel good because I knew I just came up with the the spot. Mm-hmm. But then I'm always scared, like, is it not going to go well?
0: <laughs> right. Right. And then f- putting from that material, like in a way, working the crowd is you kind of save material, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I hear what you're saying because it's so uh, spontaneous, but that's good. You did take improv. You you went the right direction. Where did you go yeah. for taking improv
1: at? Uh, UCB. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm really impressed. You went somewhere good. Well, I went on Google and I was like, what's the you, business? <laughs> yeah,
0: you really research. What else is Google teaching you? Can you <laughs> can Google can you press Google to teach me how to produce? And <laughs> yeah, probably
1: that like chat GBT can. Oh, I
0: yeah, no, I've been using a hell lot of. Ch- I am, I used to when I was in uh college, I used to uh flirt with the Arabic boys and everybody real smart. and uh to get papers and stuff because I
1: can't write I can't write and uh Graham well I could write but I mean I kind of did that in college I dated an electrical engineering major my last two quarters yeah I was like this class is kind of (laughs) hard
0: sometimes you got to be a puta that's just what you have to do you know what I'm saying like
1: it's I not even know, like, he w- I'd be like, oh, can you send me your report so I can make sure mine looks right? And then I would send the report to all my friends and be like, here you guys go. Like, I got the, I got the homework.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You got to use your, us females, sometimes we do have to use a little bit of the puta skills to get what we want. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. So you, you dated, a li- uh, that relationship was short-lived, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah you know hey they use us they we gotta <laughs> we gotta return the favor you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> we absolutely have to return the favor so tell me more about this um because I thought was it Los, Los Martha what is it that you're, you're your current one that uh, you're doing it's called La Muerte
1: Comedy Show
0: La Muerte Comedy Show this is the one that you've had now for four years
1: yeah yeah,
0: how is it booking the comics oh, like and how is the whole process and everything tell us.
1: I And mean, you can vent a
0: little bit. You can vent. You can vent.
1: I mean I'll the, vent about
0: comics too.
1: Yeah, I mean to to book the comics is pretty easy cuz people always want to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if you see that there's an audience you you want to perform for an audience cuz sometimes you do these shows where there's nobody there and it just feels like a waste of time. Mhm um so it it has helped that I can get better comedians mm-hmm. um but then you get a bunch of people that are not as good that are constantly emailing you sending you dms like can I get a spot and like for me like like I want to be nice to people but I also don't want to put people on my show that are not good but I also don't want to tell them they're not good so I just have been ignoring people
0: <laughs> right no I hear you yeah I hear you. That's that's the hard position because you you've got to like spread people out and you yeah. don't want to hurt anybody and then they retaliate or something. You know they're fine. yeah.
1: And then it's also very competitive in LA. Yeah. And like I only put eight people on my show because I also don't want to have a really long show because I feel like those are boring. Yeah. Um. So I try to book people that either I have like a personal connection with. They're my friend. Um, or I see them a lot, so I'm like, okay, I've seen them a few times, I know that they can do well. And then, yeah, every once in a while, I'll give somebody like a smaller slot mm-hmm. that maybe I didn't even watch and just be like, let's see what you can do, <laughs> right? And you're sitting there like, worried,
0: like, are they gonna perform good? Or are they gonna, like,
1: yeah, but then yeah. I'm like, I can always give them the light early, <laughs> mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I've, I've had a p- couple of people that like I returned favors for because they had me on their show in like another state and then they went up there and they were terrible. So then then I have to go save the show because mm. they insulted the audience that I brought and I don't want them to not right. come back because of these people. Right, right, right. You've got to go uh, save the day. Yeah. So it's if like you have, to, you have to take all of that into consideration when you book someone. Right, so
0: you are touring on top of being an engineer, <laughs> too. Like you are, we because you said, "Wait a minute, well, I've met people in different states. How the hell are you doing all this?" Like,
1: how? well, before I got into comedy, I used to travel a lot, mm-hmm. um, and so now whenever I take a vacation, it will be to go do stand up somewhere. Mm. Um, because that's what I rather be doing with my time wow. and so <laughs> I've gone to Philadelphia New York a few times um, I'm going to Austin um, you went to New York yeah oh yeah because I looked on your IG and we have some mutual friends yeah so six months into doing comedy I said if I'm gonna do this I need to go to New York where the real people are at and so that's what I did Wow where did you perform in New York? Uh the Brooklyn no not yet yeah, it, it was like the Brooklyn Comedy Club or something like that uh-huh uh the Broadway Comedy Club and then a bunch of like little spots here and there.
0: Wow so what did tell me be honest I won't get offended tell me what you think
1: of New York versus LA. Um well I've, I've been a few times the last time I went it it was weird because, like, you have some good shows and then you have some bad shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I did one show. I think it was called The Grizzly Pair. Yes, yes, yeah. And I don't know if it was early. I think it was, like, a 7 o'clock or a 6 o'clock show. But they just, they had, like, a stick up their ass and they weren't laughing. And I knew mm. the jokes were funny. Right. Um, but then I went to Brooklyn and it was completely different. Right. Well, they now were- what? What happens
0: though, I've been in an audience like, in, um I went to see a friend of mine show and, you know, I know you're a millennial, please don't get offended, but some of y'all guys were raised on Dunkaroos and stuff mm-hmm. and Gogurts, you get what I'm saying? And you got these like young millennials in, uh in the middle of Manhattan, and it's a predominantly white audience. And uh, it's like, I noticed in, in right in Manhattan, like, cause I was like, the people that I was seeing the show, I was like, they're funny, but these, these, they were like stiff, like as a board, like you might as well have like, so it's, it's not you, it's the Dunkaroos.
1: Oh yeah. Cause that's what
0: I call it. I call it the Dunkaroo effect. Yeah. The millennial effect, like, I guess from watching, you know, 9-11 when they were young, they're like, you know, and they have like no personality.
1: Yeah, they're just looking at you and then you're just like, like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, they they
0: they look at us and uh, they're like, why aren't they cleaning? Why aren't they, you know, you know how their attitudes are. <laughs> why aren't they back doing the dishes? What's going on? You know, that's yeah. So but it isn't you. I've noticed that with the Manhattan audience, um, that it's just this young, like, finance bro young style i'm sure people
1: can oh yeah no I, I had one of them oh like, you had one but he was this indians finance bro and i knew because he had mentioned it when uh-huh. somebody else was up there he was fine up until i went up there and he just started having a conversation as i was doing my set next to somebody who so, someone who was next to him and I started picking on him and he had a girlfriend and the girlfriend was like trying to get him to be quiet Mm -hmm. and I was just like I feel bad for this girl like like if this is how he's treating strangers like why are you with him right yeah call him out
0: call him out wow I just can't I can't believe like all you have done from the engineering and you still kept the job (laughs) Then you toured, then you toured, like you're, you're just amazing because, uh, that's all making me tired. Just thinking about all the stuff (laughs) that you've done and five start. So you started way before the pandemic then, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I started in 2018 or 2019. Right. And, and you said other than
0: New York, where is it else you've been to? Uh,
1: Philadelphia and Austin. How is Austin? How do they treat you? I like Austin. I mean, that's why I'm going back um, mm-hmm. this week. I have, I'm there for nine days and I have 10 shows right now. Wow. That's yeah. great. That's really yeah. Great. My my boyfriend went on vacation and I was like, I'm going to go do some shows. <laughs> and how do you, are you able to fit work with all that? Or you just manage to get it all done? Um, I work remotely. So I'm going to take my laptop and work from there. And then when work is over, go to the shows.
0: Wow, wow! You're doing more, like I think I would be half the day like
1: burping somewhere. <laughs> what I'm saying, like I, I, I I'm well, it, I mean, it is tiring, and halfway through the trip, I tend to regret that I overdo it. Uh-huh. Um, because I do try to do as many things as I can, and then I'll be like, "Why did I do this to myself?" <laughs>
0: but you just love it's it's you're just enjoying the art and everything
1: yeah and I mean I know like like here in LA it's harder to do that many shows Mm -hmm. so I feel like at least I'm getting more exposure I get to maybe see if I can get on like some of the bigger clubs um and then the next time I go now I have more connections and do more things
0: right 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 yeah because it's kind of like that touring process means a lot it's beneficial plus you learn how to work different audience yeah that's really helpful too and 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 I noticed um the big thing what I'm trying to do with this podcast is I'm trying to have different Latinos from different spots but I'm trying to bridge the gap like when you go from the west coast to east coast it's totally different humor And, and it's just like you said when you went to Manhattan how that was so um yeah there's a lot of Jewish people doing Jewish jokes <laughs> right well in LA too they're doing you know in LA they're doing there's um, Jews in New York and Jews in LA um, but for the Latinos it's like you've got Caribbean Spanish versus like you know Mexican which is predominantly in so it's like two different you get what I'm saying two yeah. totally different types of comedy um in a way when you're relating especially like when you're talking about like family or stuff like that generally all Latinos we we understand you know latinos we know you know basic like family abuela abuela and stuff like that but you know it's just two different coasts that are so very different so yeah very, so very different you know do you feel like
1: you have like an advantage living in la and I mean, I don't know because I've lived here my whole life, mm-hmm. um, so it doesn't really feel any different.
0: Mm, okay, yeah. Well, I, I grew up in Tampa, and it, it, you got to be in either one of uh, either uh, L.A. or New York to make stuff happen. I've,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, like I've thought about it, but I just don't like the weather anywhere Yeah, else.
0: Well, no, I think you're you're great where you're at. You're, and it was very smart of you touring like that's just amazing I'm just amazed like how much you've done um for and how old are you ma'am I'm 33 oh you're 33 oh you look like you're 24 25 yeah that's why
1: I have a young boyfriend
0: (laughs) oh okay well but we generally I'm not going to say how old but I'm up there I'm definitely old enough to be your mom um well no no I'm not (laughs) I'm not um I had to think for a second. yeah. You look way younger, but you'll get, you'll, you'll be good. You know, like by the time you're 40, then people finally think you're 30. That's how it works.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? Like, cause we're like, Latinos are like 10 years. We've got 10 years behind us and looks and all that. Oh, it's like, you're, you're 33. For some reason I thought you're, well, oh, you did the degrees, went out of college and been working and everything. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. So, your <laughs> your relationship now with your family, and what are they thinking when you do go on tour?
1: I mean, I haven't told them about this next one that I'm going. <laughs> you now, haven't yet spoken to them about this. No, I mean they'll either see pictures and call me, or I'll tell them before I get on the plane. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Sometimes I don't, I just don't want their input on things. Um, but they're usually like, oh, good for you. Cause I went to Vegas mm-hmm. in May and I did some shows over there and they were like, oh, good for you. Um, for, for them, they just want me to have fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and maybe not do so much comedy cause they say like, I need to take a break and enjoy my life, mm-hmm. but it's hard when like, that's all I want to do. That's what you enjoy. Yeah. So I've been trying to do more things. I mean, having a boyfriend has helped. hmm um, so we've gone like bowling or go hiking and it's like, oh, these are not things I would normally do, but they are enjoyable. Right,
0: right, right. Now when you have a partner, it's fun, but when you do
1: stuff alone, you just,
0: yeah, you <laughs> just to sit there and watch Netflix or whatever. I know. Yeah. That feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Totally know that feeling that that's this, I just can't believe in you got two degrees then started throwing, just started Googling stuff. <laughs> and then it happens like yeah. that's crazy so I did see um because I always do my research I see you're a big
1: Disney fan I am not a big Disney fan my f- sister and my parents are and I post- oh okay I kind of thought it would be like cute to make this video of them at Disneyland mm-hmm. and it blew up, it blew up. mm. So then I thought I should just keep recreating this video. So on their birthdays, I've been taking them to Disneyland and just making the same video again. And people really enjoy it. And my parents really enjoy it. Like, I don't go to Disneyland because I like it. It's more for them.
0: Right, right, right. Oh, OK. So they're the Disney people. You're not the you're not you're not attributing to that. You know how like there's this Disney yeah. obsession on TikTok. The Disney it, adults. It, right. The Disney. Ad- you're like, I'm not a Disney. You're-
1: yeah, checking like, out. I, I go more for the food. I'm like, I just want to eat the snacks, try out because they have really good food. They have all these like treats. Um, so I'm just like, you guys can get on whatever rides. Like, I don't care what rides they get on. I, I'm just here for the snacks.
0: Well, the the Disneyland over there has I feel like better food than Disney World or like well, no, but in Disney World, they have Epcot, which is next door. It's like a whole nother park.
1: Oh, and
0: I haven't been in years because the last time I I think I went, I was like, my kids were young and you know how you spend so much money. Yeah. You come
1: out like you need a grand to go to Disney. Well, I always take them on the cheapest day of the month of their <laughs> birthday. So we're like, we're we're going two weeks before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's how you do it with them. Yeah. Cause like I went two two or three weeks ago and my sister's birthday is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. and i got the day that i was like 106 a person and it's like okay i i can make that work it's both. Right. but some of the other days are like 150 160 i'm not paying like who us. yeah who can afford that like and imagine families with like four
0: or five kids like they can't even yeah. go yeah no it's crazy yeah no that disney is it's a great experience though with the food and everything else and it's cool you know what i'm saying like if you go to the park but um it's just yeah for four family of four that was like five hundred dollars right yeah and then food is another five hundred dollars
1: i mean they let you at least bring your own food
0: yeah yeah so in, in uh florida we bring cuban sandwiches but i know in uh la down over there at disneyland they do tortas yeah 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 it's it's funny how the two disneys because i've been to both uh both people do the same thing with the sandwiches yeah i mean sandwiches are a lot easier to bring in yeah yeah no that's definitely have to do because yeah that that they're gonna afford it it's like expensive
1: yeah so yeah. i i always am like okay like we're gonna go but like I'm gonna cut back on some things so that I can budget for this and we never go for my birthday like I'm surprised they never asked me if I want to (laughs) go I mean I wouldn't want to go but it's just like we only go for their birthdays
0: right so it's just you and your sister
1: yeah and my parents
0: oh okay so that now are they you did I did see some TikToks where you're making jokes about not having any grandchildren
1: yeah, well, we went to my cousin's Uh-huh. and uh, a lot of her aunts and cousins, like, their kids had kids at, like, 12, 13, 14, so there's a lot of grandkids that they have, right? Mm-hmm. So they hadn't seen my mom in a while, they're like, oh, they're talking about their grandkids, and she's like, yeah, I have, like, seven or eight grandkids, like, how many do you have? And my mom was like, zero. right. Oh, and- <laughs> And so I just thought that was funny and I made a TikTok where it's like my mom doing the side eye sound mm-hmm. when people ask her.
0: <laughs> Is she pressuring you or not really?
1: They don't say anything. Mm, they know better. You put them in that no better place. Well, I used to say, I'm waiting till I'm 30 and people would ask and she would say, oh yeah, she's waiting till she's 30, but now I'm 33 and I think they just gave up on me. <laughs> okay.
0: That's cute, that's cute, no, it's oh. a hard thing, especially like in a usually- well I had my kids very very young um well my one I had one child young at sixteen, uh then I had another kid, but uh usually like it's expected in us to have our kids and our families and all that, but you you know you were smart you were uh, nothing wrong if you do don't have kids or you do have kids, but uh you got your degrees and then went on to comedy, you did like a the triple <laughs> assault, <laughs> like a triple, you know what I'm saying? You did a great job with everything. So uh, any, what is your plans and your, for the future, what you want to do with comedy, where do you want to see yourself?
1: I mean, obviously I want to be famous enough mm-hmm. that people will come to my shows. Um, and I'd like to be performing at the big comedy clubs, like more regularly instead of like once a year. Mm-hmm um but yeah i mean those are like the big goals you know also like have my own show like have it like all full right that would be cool and then maybe i can get paid from people coming to the show
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah i just you know i want to be able to tour more and eventually be on tv but not for spanish comedy <laughs> not for but you're not gonna do that again I have done it where, mm-hmm. like, I've been offered feature spots for Spanish, mm-hmm. but it's just not what I want. Right. No, I totally get it because of, uh, it, it's,
0: people don't understand. It's usually the native-born people that can handle it more in Spanish mm-hmm. than the American-born. Because we were, fo- we're forced, you know, where you put yeah. an ESL when you were young? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that does it. Once you're put in ESL, you're like, uh-uh, we're not doing You're like, you have to constantly prove yourself.
1: Yeah. And like, I wouldn't mind, like sometimes I do have like a little bit of Spanglish in my jokes, Mm -hmm. um, but I just don't want to do like pure Spanish.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Cause you grew up and you went to school and everything, you know what I'm saying? It's just part of who you are. I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. So, but your goals are like, you want to produce and uh, have you thought about having your own podcast or anything like that?
1: I had a podcast for a little bit. It was uh-huh. called um, "Get Deep Inside." <laughs> how did you come up with that name? Um, I saw something else, and I just thought like that would be funny because I would get deep inside their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also kind of sounds sexual. Mm-hmm. And I did the podcast for I don't know how many episodes, like ten or twelve, and then mm-hmm. I just kind of lost interest. Yeah. No. And I was only doing it because I had more free time. Cause I wasn't doing as many shows
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I started doing more shows and it's like, Oh, well, I don't have the time for this anymore. And so I just kind of gave up. Right. Right. Yeah. The podcast game, you have to be like, what
0: I'm going through, I have to like book constantly just like, yeah, you have to yeah. it, be so consistent and schedule stuff. And it's a lot of work, but if you like, I, performing I totally get it you'd be up on stage you have do you have
1: like a high like sort of like a high when you go up on stage yeah I mean when once I get on stage I'm like sweating and you know I get very nervous but if it goes well then I do if it doesn't go bad then I'm gonna be moping for a couple of days <laughs> um,
0: yeah I, I hear what you're saying it sucks when you bomb or, yeah when-
1: it's either really high highs or low
0: lows Mm. so you're you, you say pretty much you're addicted to those two the more the high <laughs> I
1: huh? guess so. yeah I mean I have heard that it is addicting and I can see that because I there was a time before the pandemic where I did like 12 straight days wow so when the pandemic happened I was like you know what I needed this break because I was literally I would make myself sick like I would catch the flu or something I think because my body needed a break so you were just 12 days straight of just like going from like open mic to stand like oh it wasn't even open mics like I haven't done open mics in a while it uh-huh. was just like show after show after show after show after show
0: wow <laughs> you are uh
1: something else I mean are... I, I think I'm just very competitive yeah and this is a competitive field so if I see somebody did 10 shows this month I'm like oh how can I do more than they did
0: wow oh man that's scary (laughs) you're you're scary you're scary (laughs) but that's a good thing I applaud you for everything you do well thank you so much Karina for coming on today can you please tell my audience um,
1: all your socials where they can find you and everything so it's the same username on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Karina Ray L. So it's K-A-R-I-N-A-R-E-Y-L.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's Sunday fun day. Oh, thank you.